All right, we're back. Circling Back Podcast coming to you live from Austin, Texas. My name's Will DeFries. To my right, David Ruff. A day late, but um, I'd like to dedicate today's episode to all the mommies out there. Not just the Will mommies, but the moms, the moms-to-be, the grandmas, all of them. If you've birthed a child, or if you're thinking about doing so, or if you're currently pregnant, uh, I also want to give a big shout-out to you. If you've ever had sexual intercourse... Like to you too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you. Shout out to your family, your future family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's facts. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> That's it's all I be, got today. It's good to be back, Dave. Uh, we we uh, it's just Dave and I in the booth today. Two man booth. You're you're Joe Buck. I'm Troy Aikman. Sports reference. Ooh. I kind of want to be Troy. You can be Troy. I feel like I'll be Joe Buck. I've got no issues with Joe Buck and his uh, catalog, so that's a compliment. I just I feel the personal connection more so with uh, number eight Ocho, as I call him. I get it. I get it. Are you like? Are you? I know Dylan's not jealous that I got to see Emmett Smith at the Kentucky Derby because uh, he was famously snubbed by Emmett Smith. He's got to get past that. Um, it felt wasted on me. You ever have a celeb sighting like that where it feels wasted on you? It's like, man, if Dave was here right now, this would be way cooler. Pretty much every celeb sighting minus, I don't really care, count Chris Harrison. That wasn't really, we were at the same event as him. So it wasn't like in passing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I always feel like I could have done more with that. That could have been better. Like I famously saw Rudy Giuliani at the Brooks Brothers outlet in San Marcos in the year 2007 as he was... Uh, driving to San Antonio for a GOP fundraiser when he was supposed to be the next president. Uh, it turns out he didn't even win the nomination, but he did get himself some Alamal ties. Was he in the fat slob section? He, I think that's where... <laughs> no. I, was it fast slobs? I just I just meant, like, you know, he was just gross. He was not that gross then. That's true. That's true. I mean, like, looking. I don't like to... I don't want to get too much into his... his um, his looks. Yeah. But, I, mean, I apologize they, they for shaming decline. anybody, no, but that's I think okay. he deserves it at this point. I that's wouldn't okay. do that to just anybody. I got uncomfortable, and I really shouldn't have been. I apologize for that. <clears throat> Feels good to be back. I'm uh, very lightheaded. I've got some news for everybody. It's kind of breaking news, devastating news. Uh, my Nespresso machine is still just broken. I'm I'm raw-dogging every morning my br- with my brain, just <laughs> trying to be awake. Okay. Without coffee. Waiting to waiting to get to the office to drink your coffee is not the ideal way to do it. They say 90 minutes by the, from the time you wake up to the time of your first cup of coffee. So That's what they say. Why? Well, you wake up very early. I don't know. It gives your body a chance to wake up on its own, and you'll feel the effects more. This is some Huberman Lab shit, Will, and I know you don't want to hear that, but someone told me that once. I'm, I'm more in on Huberman Labs as long as it's by way of you. I sent Brett a... I'm not telling tales out of school. I sent him the uh, a Huberman Labs that was entirely on psilocybin. Mm-hmm. I sent it to him like Saturday. He just never responded to me. <laughs> Maybe he was just too deep. I always tell people that if he I don't respond, if I don't respond to a video that you sent me, it's because uh, I'm either watching it and then I move on, or it's because it was so good that I'm showing my friends that I'm like, oh my god, this video is so funny. Yeah. But in reality, I'm just probably not watching it at all. He was probably hanging out with his girlfriend. Didn't really want to listen to a podcast. That- Eight o'clock at night on Saturday. Like a three-hour Huberman on yeah. on magic mushrooms. Yeah, just getting into the weeds, talking about molecules and whatnot, things of that nature. 
I'll be honest. If someone sends me a podcast to listen to, there's a very, very low chance that I'm ever going to actually listen to that. Yeah, thinking about it now, like that's that's pretty. That's a big recommendation. That's a big undertaking. Did you send it to him through Apple Podcast or Spotify? I don't remember. <laughs> I think it was Apple, and I think I just sent it no context. Like I didn't. I didn't preface it. It wasn't like, "Hey, man, check it out." It was just here's a link to a podcast. He probably saw it and like shook his head, like, "Okay, okay, Dave. Yeah, my yeah. boss is texting me podcast stuff on Friday night." Not just podcast stuff, drug podcast stuff. So we were, it's a real work hard, play hard. Are you nervous that we have an intern starting today? I, I, I honestly forgot. No I offense. think I had it on my calendar because I didn't want to forget. I think I get more nervous about having a, a new intern start than like the actual intern does. I'm worried I, about the dynamic in the office. Hey, you know, Dylan likes to pat himself on the back for cleaning the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Since he's not here, I clean the bathroom today. You didn't have to do that, Dave. I, I, it wasn't dirty. First of all, we don't have a dirty bathroom, but I just wanted to have that smell of uh, bleach, ammonia, as if something, you know, like, so she thought, oh, these guys know what they're doing. They clean the bathroom. Is it a little insulting that whenever somebody comes into our office and like one of the time, like the person that I'm really thinking of is Dylan's dad, but there's been other people that we bring into the office and they look around and they're impressed in like a way that they're like, wow, you guys actually have like a pretty good looking office. Yeah. Like, you guys actually keep it pretty good. It doesn't smell like shit in here. Yeah. Uh, yes, absolutely. No, we get that every time. I want to give like Randy gets credit, all the credit for the studio. I think we do a pretty good job of self -police policing the uh, the bullpen area, and yeah. we don't really hang out anywhere else. I think the the most neglected part of our entire uh, outfit here mm -hmm. is uh, the kitchen area and the conference room which just never gets used mainly because all the chairs in the conference room all have screws that are like loose and falling out of the chairs whenever you sit down yeah it's not, not ideal <laughs> no and if you do happen to the only thing you get called out for really is if you do your chipotle and you throw it away in the wrong trash can and we're smelling it the next day then we'll call you out but we've gotten a lot better about the tra there's trash cans like the big trash cans outside Eight feet away from our door. Well, I felt bad. And I'm going to bring Randy in here right now because Randy Randy will bring in breakfast burritos every once in a while. Mm. I actually respect I that he, he packs his burritos and stuff. And and one day, somebody threw out something in the garbage can. And over the weekend, it, it created one of the more brutal smells that we've ever had in the office. And I think because of Brandy's previous burritos, I think he might have been wrongly accused of this. Do you remember this moment? Oh, oh, I was very wrongly accused. I won't say who the accuser was, but I got pretty much told like... You 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 can't throw these away in these trash cans anymore. <laughs> was I'm it like, me? Like, <laughs> was no. it me? No, it wasn't you. <laughs> okay, because nobody here talks like that. Well, then then I started to like rack my brain. I was like, okay, like have I had any meals that like might have you know added to this? And and sure enough, I had gotten uh, some grilled fish tacos uh, earlier earlier oh. in the week. And Randy completely got aired out because of it. Yeah, it's interesting. After two months of throwing my stuff away in that trash can, this one time it smelled. And I was like, hmm. Well, I've gotten to the point now where I know my my superpower is my sense of smell. So if I walk in and like notice something, I don't want to be the first to say it because there's a pretty good chance that I'm the only one smelling it. And I don't want to sound like I'm just bitching a bitch. But that day, it everybody had a look on their face like something was going on it was it was not good well we can't so i came home uh we, uh we were obviously in new york for retail therapy stuff and i came home on saturday and there had been several people that were going in and out of our place we had um our child care that was hanging out 
doing her thing. We had our dog sitter who spent some time at our place, some time at her place. And then we had uh, my mother-in-law who was also helping out with Fritz every once in a while. And when we walked in on Saturday, there was just a, a funky scent in the house. And it mm. was just one of those things where it's like, man, I don't even know who to go to to sort this out right now. And so we did everything you could do. Take out the trash. You clean the countertops off. You you flush the toilets. You, you do whatever. And finally, after just sitting there and burning every Sunday scary scented candle that I have, every single one, I finally was like, okay, we need to go buy a lemon and put it down the... Uh, we, let's have a lemon part. No, not really. We uh, So we cut up the lemon and we put it in the uh, garbage disposal Okay, yeah. to, to freshen that up. And I think it actually worked. Citric, citrus. Apparently, that's a thing you can do. Acid, the, the acidity. So wait, just to be clear, you not only have lemon parties, but we learned that Will raw dogs every morning is what he said earlier. My brain raw dogs reality now that I don't have an espresso machine. You got to put it like that. Raw dog and reality. Sally bought a new Nespresso machine, but I, I told her I'd like to not take it out of the box yet because I, I think I might want to transition into being a pot of coffee guy. If we had a morning show, it could be raw dog and reality in the morning. Mm -hmm. You're raw dog. I'm reality Dave. Is that is this going to be on Brazzers? No. Is it is it because I'm over here? What is it? I don't know. Because you're normally not the one. It's usually me, Dylan, mainly KJ on too much. It's dip. the the issue is that Martha Stewart dropped heat this morning, and I'm just through the roof. Yeah, I didn't want to bring it up, but we, we need to we need to. I'm going to edge that story until the end of the pod. He's he's going to edge it, Randy. You hearing this? We got a big week. Big week. Well, it's podcast week for one. Obviously. Tomorrow we're doing exactly five minutes. If you're a listener uh, and a follower of us on the Grom, go at us on Instagram, at CirclingBackPod. I'll put up a little prompt that says exactly five minutes. There you can drop random things for us to talk about tomorrow during the episode. Just go drop them in. Uh, if it's good enough, I will delete some old ones that are maybe not as good and make it happen. Go do it. Uh, I'll put a, put that up right after this episode, so it'll be there when you check it out. Uh, Thursday, we're doing listener voicemails, 888-618-4422. Go subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash circling back. We have a special little thing we're doing this week. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel because that's where we'll be doing it from. Again, youtube.com slash circling back. What, Randy? I, we might be doing it on the washed account. We might be doing it on Either the way, washed account. Either subscribe to both and like and subscribe and, and comment if you're watching this because it helps us out. That's facts. Well said. That's facts. And if you want your review read for uh, Will's five-star review of the week, that happens every Wednesday. Go leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Did you hear your uh, five-star as done by Randy? No. What'd you do to me, Randy? Uh, I brought up that you and Dylan are welching on a bet again that you guys haven't gotten your, your racing stripe hair. The hair, the haircut. I, I feel like people will just stop talking about that and I want to make sure. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, what I need to do is I think we need to go through some different styles of haircuts and so I can really decide on what I need to get done. Will you, will you get a South Dallas shag? What's that? Look it up. South Dallas shag. I think, oh, I don't know if I can pull this off. Yeah, I don't think you can. Yeah. I, I would love to see it. I mean, there's about 30 people like, oh, yeah, I know what that is. Yeah. No, I don't think, I don't think that, I don't think like I can physically do that. Okay. Yeah. Like we can look at some other haircuts. Yeah. I'm willing to get a couple lines or something. Like I'll do something. Hell but yeah. Dylan, here's the issue. 
me getting a weird haircut is much different than the bets that Dylan is welching on that he's already been putting off. And so I think in order for me to do mine, I think I need him to get rid of one of them. The most bizarre thing about Dylan is that the company would pay for him to get an anal bleaching, which is a bet that he does owe from a previous employer and a previous podcast, but we still will not have privity. It's been handed over via Ross. Anyway, we would pay for that. And I don't think it's expensive, probably hundred bucks, maybe. I, I don't know. And he could just get it done. And he won't do it. It'd be done. If you offered to me, if you said right now, Dave, we'll for, never talk about the Arby's polo that you welched on six years ago or whatever, but you got to go get this, but we'll pay for it. Dude, I'm there today. I still don't understand how you got a smaller Arby's polo than the one know. that you had there. I, because I, I put on like 30 pounds of muscle. But you, You've worn the other Arby's polo so often now that I've almost forgiven you for welching on the bet that night. It's not the same. Credit to you too, though. We were on a work trip that night. Like we were with PGA Tour people and it might have been a little inappropriate or weird if you showed up wearing like essentially a, you were lampshading in your Arby's okay. polo. That is honestly, okay, Dave today would do it. Dave back then, I was still worried about like looking, this is our first thing with the tour. Yeah. And I wanted to like continue doing stuff with the tour. We won't go down that road, but- <laughs> Um, shout out to Michelle. Well, they don't have, a, they don't have a, they don't have a, a an event here anymore. It's a no, little more difficult. On no, no, us. no, no. I know. I, it wasn't their fault. Um, we did have some other opportunities, but well, let's, we'll save that for another day. But yeah, I, I was like, I can't, it wasn't just a large Arby's. It was like an XXL that was like a Hal Sutton shirt on steroids. Like the sleeves went down to my wrist, which is funny. You've probably seen the photo if you haven't. But we also did a meetup that night. We also did like a small meetup at the bar that we went to with the PGA people. So it would have been just weird all across the board. Yeah. Every photo of you at the bar, like your shirt is yeah. just blousy as hell. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, you can't just be out on Jack's Beach with a triple a X Arby's polo. There's just so many, you have to explain it the entire night. Like, wait, first of all, why are you wearing an Arby's polo? Second, why is it so ludicrously large Capa it's a capaciously large arby's polo. it was thank you it's time recapping this weekend in fun presented by stamps we got a lot of people at this uh office who work tirelessly behind the scenes one of them i'm gonna i'm just gonna give a little tip to randy trimbacki this dude's just fucking grinding at all times freaking grinding at all times uh and it allows us to just do our best work on camera and not have to worry about stuff going on uh, but when every person, moment, and penny counts in your business, you can't afford to take any of them for granted. Stamps.com gets it because for the last 25 years, they've been working with businesses like, like ours, like yours, and saving time and money so you can focus on your business knowing Stamps.com has all your postage needs covered with premium discounts and great rates. When I first started uh, selling scary stuff, Dave, Stamps.com was right there for me. Made it real easy to just shoot out every package I needed without having to worry about too much. With stamps.com, all you need is a computer and a printer. They even send you a free scale so you'll have everything you need to get started. And that can make a big difference. You don't want to just be guessing the weights of things. No. You don't want to get returned to sender. No, that scale comes in handy. It's time to go full send with stamps.com. If you need a package pickup, you can easily schedule it through your stamps.com dashboard. And if you sell products online, stamps.com seamlessly connects with every major marketplace and shopping cart. And we, all we know as much as anybody, running a business isn't cheap, especially when it comes to fulfilling orders for your customers. Luckily, Stamps.com has huge carrier discounts, up to 84% off USPS and UPS rates. Plus, Stamps.com automatically tells you your cheapest and fastest shipping options. Make it happen. 
Stop going to the post office. Start using stamps.com. You can get access to USPS and UPS services you need right now from your computer anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Set your business up for success when you get started with stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code circling back, all one word, for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com and click the microphone at the top of the page and enter circling back, all caps, no spaces. Again, that's a four-week trial, free postage and a digital scale at stamps.com slash circling back. Thank you, stamps.com, for sponsoring the show. Now let's talk. Dave, what'd you get into this weekend? I wish like 20 years ago I had purchased the stamps.com URL, a domain. It's probably very valuable. Yeah, I uh, I, I wish I would have squatted on some some more domains back in the day. I always think about like, oh man, I could have done that. Yeah. I could have got that. Yeah. Uh, my weekend, Will, it was very low key. I feel like I watched more of your weekend via social media than my, did anything of note from mine. Um Obviously, the the main event was Mother's Day, which we did. It was very low key. We picked up fajitas. We went mixed. We went combo. Seafood or not? Nah? Daddy beef, mommy chicken. The I, I'm not going to dox the place where you got your uh, fajitas from. Oh yeah, we need to talk about that. What? The, what I sent to the group. Oh, so but uh, <laughs> like, and I normally I'm not a big chicken fajita person. I think the chicken gets overcooked. They keep their chicken so juicy and well done, like not, not well done in the. It's moist, literal sense. Yeah, it's the moistest chicken they got. It's phenomenal. Um, you know, Friday we went and Brett and I went and grabbed a beer, a couple beers, and some bourbon with uh, our buddy Ryan. We went to a place down the street. I don't even remember the name. Some place that's in the Lauren Hotel. It's new. Very fancy, but very not not super expensive. Just a cool spot. I received a, a text message of you sitting at said bar. I haven't seen the photo. It was a good photo. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't. All right, I don't want to see it. No I wouldn't sure recommend that you like story it or anything. Yeah, but so, I, I asked no where you were, and I was like, yeah, I don't know where that is. That's like me. Every, like every anyone that I talked to in New York this last, last weekend, I'd be like, oh, where do you, so where do you live in the city? And they'd tell me, I'd be like, oh, right on. It's like I don't fucking know what that means. You say Soho? Is that a thing? I stayed. We stayed. In, we were. We bopped around Soho for a little bit. Okay. My uh, my knowledge of New York City is so so pathetic. I'm more of a Ruby Soho guy. Oh yeah, destination unknown. So Sunday, when it came time to go get the food, with this particular place, it's they say if, every time you put in an order, it's 45 minutes. So I like to do the move where I put in the order, and it's I'm not even hiding this from my wife. She knows I she knows now. I go immediately because most times it's not ready. And I will go sit at the bar and I'll watch whatever sporting events on. You're putting the heat on them? I may listen to a Huberman Labs. I may listen. Stop. To, I, I don't know. I'll I went like, to a bar the other day that had a sign yeah. on the wall that then Brett would have walked out of this place immediately, had a sign on the bar. It said, no cell phones, no laptops at the bar. And I was it's, like, I love, I love this Brett's place. That's not scene. That's not his scene at all. Um, posted up at the bar. I thought I'd only have a few minutes. So I had ordered one drink. And I was like, hey, man, it's this bartender. He's always there. He's a good dude, older guy. I was like, do you have like a, an Añejo you uh, recommend? It's Añejo season. Mm -hmm. Micah told us that a long, long time ago. And he, he gave me one. I was like, I just do it rocks. He's like, yeah. So he brought me what can only be described as a preposterous pour, a, a, Tequila on the rocks, but it wasn't in a cocktail glass. It was just in their, their normal, like, 16-ounce water glass. The whole thing was filled up. Disgusting. 
I, I don't know if I paid for a double. I don't think I did, but I just sat there. I was like, okay, thanks. I mean, like, I, I hate, I'm not going to complain about the uh, absurd Dylan Shivery esque pour. I don't, I, I don't order, uh, liquor on the rocks on Sunday evenings. So like you doing that in the first place threw me off. I was like that. I, I don't know how you're doing this right now. Well, outside of the one beer that I had and the bourbon that I had Friday afternoon, the only thing I drank all weekend was tequila, just either straight, either neat or on the rocks. Were you just walking around like just with your clothes, just falling off at all they times? Just were, Alyssa was like, what is going on? She made the mistake of asking me on a straight tequila night multiple times. And I was just like, you shouldn't do that. Well, obviously, like everyone knows, like it's on Yeho season, which is a style of aged tequila that's been mm -hmm. aged anywhere from one to three years, typically in oak barrels. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your knowledge of that is astounding. Well, that that story kind of ends there. I, I was there waiting for my food. I did drink it, and that was the only drink I had yesterday. I sent it, and Will goes, "That's a psychotic <laughs> order on a Sunday <laughs> evening." And I was like, you know, in retrospect, I get it. I get it. No, I. I've I've had a bourbon uh, hankering lately. I don't know why, but it's not serving me. Is very it because well. you had a dope trip to the Kentucky Derby and got to go to like that? Might have been it. A that might have been it. Um, you you drank Pappy, I believe. I did recently acquire a bottle of Añejo though because it was Añejo season. Yeah, good. I don't think Micah would totally like be okay with it being Añejo season as it starts getting hotter and hotter and hotter outside. I think that's more of like a cool weather thing for him. Yeah, but I'm gonna still I'm gonna keep riding it. It's okay. Uh, you know, man, other than that, very low key. I didn't, I didn't make it out. I just stayed in, took roads to soccer. He had his, he had what I would call his best soccer class, soccer practice, soccer class yesterday, meaning he didn't pick up the ball and just try to run with it. That's big. No handballs. That's big. Um, didn't kick over cones, attempted at least in some to go between them in the drills. Instead of just picking them, he loves cones. Kids love cones. That's something I've learned. But well, I'm going to yield my time to you because I think you had a, a better weekend than I did. I I had a good weekend. Um, we Barrett and I uh, we had an extended weekend. Uh, Barrett and I took off on Tuesday night to go to New York to go do a retail therapy event with Nordstrom. We're going to do a full breakdown of the event, and the event will be live later this week on the uh, Scaries feed. But we we went there, and we really had front loaded the entire time with work and. Uh, it was fine. I mean, Wednesday was Wednesday was a day where we were like, okay, let's go have some lunch. Uh, we had a, a touristy lunch in uh, the neighborhood where we were staying, and we decided to go to the event. And I want to give a big thank you to all the the backers out there, to all the touchers out there, the day one touchers. There's a dude who said that he started listening to Touching Base in high school. There were some D1Ts. Yeah, there were some D1Ts in the mix, which was great. But there were so many people there that were there for other reasons besides retail therapy that just spoke to uh, just wash media in general. It was pretty cool. It was did, pretty cool. Did they coordinate your your fits, or was this something you got to just wear what you wanted? So but they, you had to select from their collection. We did a styling thing with them uh, through Nordstrom. They set us up with personal stylists in Austin that set out a bunch of clothes for us, and we got to go do a styling session. So they they chose it all for us. Well, that's sick. Yeah, uh, I I was a little anxious as you get before speaking in public, and so I pitted out really hard at by the end of the night. You have to. Yeah. Did you do any Adderall or anything? Just no. a really full throttle? No, Good. I just, I, I knew I would be naturally sweaty just either way. So I just did that. What's the opposite of doing Adderall? Like, I think Xanax. Maybe? Yeah. Did you do any? Okay. You don't have to I didn't do any Xanax either. Okay, no, cool. no, no beta blockers. I just did both at once so I could choose to feel like anything. You just, yeah, you just went full meltdown. Yeah. No, that's great, man. It looked awesome. It was sweet. We had a ton of people there. Like, I mean, it was really fun. Uh, like, we had, uh, 
Keegs and uh, Cons from Barstool stopped by. That was fun to meet them for the Keegs first time. Keegs and Cons. They've been, uh, they've been friends of uh, the Wash Media family for a while now, so that was good. Both have been guests on Happy Hour Live. Noted Bachelor tweeter Cap Hat popped over. We had, we had a whole crew in there. It was really fun. I think they were very ready for us to leave by the end of the event. They were like, okay, guys, we've had a the store's been shut down for a while now, so let's get you guys out of here. Got it. Um, let me ask you, what was your favorite meal in New York City? Uh, we went to a place called Thai Diner, which was, uh, we went for lunch and it was, it's a Thai restaurant and it was just great. I think all the meals that we had were really good. We ate at a bunch of different places. I'll have to get a list of places and, and I'll put it somewhere because I know people are going to ask. Eventually. Is this the place that's like classic Thai dishes and drinks by a lauded restaurant group in a kitschy, cool dinner style setting? Dude, I think, I think that might be the one. Yeah. What is kitschy cool? Uh, honestly, it makes sense now that I've been there. Everything inside was very intentional when it came to um, setting the scene for you. Everything was very cool. Uh, but part of the reason it was my favorite meal is because every single dish that we got was unique. And then everything else I ate in New York was pretty much like fish or pizza. Oh. I only played my Zoc card one time. Uh, That's okay. In New York. Where'd you go? place called Emmett's. Uh, they're known for their uh, kind of thicker Chicago style, Randy. I know you're the, the Chicago style king, but we got their thin crust pizza. Which I somebody, love that move. That's somebody described move. it as being uh, high end Domino's. And once we got it in front of us, we were no like, problem. actually, this is perfect and it tastes great. I have no problem with high end Domino's as a descriptor. I did get Via 313 last night as my, uh, my first Zaw card play of this week. I don't know. I think I might just, I think I might need to get away from Detroit style for a little bit. You just need a break. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Um, I thought you were going to say you wish you had got Jets because Jets is very good. I said that after. I told Sally, I was like, we should have just gone Jets, man. It's cheaper and, I mean, almost as good, yeah. if not as good. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, the two big things that happened, uh, I had two celebrity sightings, Dave. Dude. So, after the event, we kind of needed to cool out a little bit. Uh, so we went to dinner. We had dinner with some friends. And then uh, Barrett and I were still kind of wired from the event. Like, I get real I get real energetic. And so um, Gian, who we interviewed during the event, he's the men's fashion director for Nordstrom. He was like, I'd love to have a drink with you guys after, talk some shop, we become friends a little bit. And so we were like, cool, let's go to, a, let's go to the spot. We went to a, an iconic uh, bar in New York called Fernelli's. Mm. And so Barrett and I get there first. We go in, we order a martini each, probably the strongest martini we've ever had. It just knocked us out immediately. Uh, but we were standing at the bar and then uh, we walked outside, had a conversation for a second. And when we walked back into the bar, um, we're standing there trying to order a drink for Gian. And we look over to our right and who is sitting down right next to us but Chris Rock. Chris Rock is just sitting at a table alone. And the re we didn't even see him first. We were looking at his basket of fries going, man, they've got good looking fries here. And then we looked at who was eating them. Just. Is he tiny? No, he was very normally sized. Okay. Uh, he had AirPods in, uh, no drink in front of him, just the French fries and maybe a glass of water. And he was just writing in his notebook. And it was oh, like, man, dude, we're material. seeing we're seeing an artist right now, just in the in the uh, the brainstorm. Dude, what stage. if you end up in like his a bit in his next stand up? It's very possible. You embarrass it. We he and I locked eyes one time, and I did that thing where you like you lock eyes with somebody, and then you go like, oh, oh dude, I, I hate that because he know. I mean, he knew, he knew. But what do you do? I wasn't gawking at him, but I looked over to see if he was still there, and he was kind of looking in our direction. And it was just one of those. things. That's that a list. Like, it was a glance. That's yeah. a list. Well, a list. So I'm assuming your next celeb sighting is like. 
kind of a more off the beaten path. Someone no one's ever heard of. Yeah, no one's ever heard of this guy either. And so the, the next day, uh, we're at our hotel, and my buddy goes down to the the hotel bar to have a drink with me. Um, I'm getting out of the shower, so I tell him, go grab a table, and I'll be right down. Uh, we sit down, and there's a clearly better table that we could have sat at. And I'm like, why didn't we sit at this table? And he said, well, there's a glass of wine on that table that's reserved. Uh, it's reserving it for somebody. And I was like, well, that's an interesting way of reserving a table. I guess that looks better than a reserve sign. But just an empty glass? No, it's, it's a glass of a stoutly poured uh, glass of red wine. That's power move. Love it. Yeah. It's a really good way of uh, saving a table for someone. And so uh, I didn't really know what to think of it. Um, but I, know, I knew that Robert De Niro was a part owner of the hotel that we were staying in. And I made a joke to my friend. I was like, yeah, it's probably De Niro or something. Like, whatever. We start laughing. Um, not 30 minutes later, I look over at somebody walking in the restaurant, and it's Robert fucking De Niro. Dude, when you texted me, I so first of all, when you did that night, Saturday, I watched Casino just because you sent me that text. <laughs> Dude, I'm about to go on a De Niro absolute tear. So he is tiny, right? He wasn't tiny. Is no. he not tiny? No. Oh, Pacino's tiny. He was, he Pacino's was, yeah, a Yeah, Pacino's lad. tiny. Okay. Uh, Different people. De Niro was not tiny. He was, uh, honestly, he was kind of like any other 81-year-old man that you'd ever, or I don't know how old he is. Let's see. How old? 79. Robert, he's 79. And he just had, and he, did you hear our our, uh, our segment on him last week? I, I'm very aware of uh, what's happening with he, him. He, too, I mean, is very thankful for mothers as he has. Um, Does he have several baby mamas? No, I don't know. The one he's with now I think they have multiple kids, but I mean, he, he had, she's pregnant as we speak. So, well, so he, I mean, he was just sitting there. Uh, he had his son with him. Uh, he was just kind of looking at his phone, ordering some food, hanging out, whatever. Uh, he was very nice to all the wait staff. I will say that he tipped the wait staff, uh, not very publicly, but I saw what he did and I was like, okay, they're taken care of. Does he tip in Bitcoin? He tips in cash. Okay. And they're single bills and they are voluminous in, in size. He gives them giant checks like they won a golf tournament That'd after be they dope. wait on him. Yeah, they, <laughs> there's a lot of fanfare. But like out, outside of that, it was like, man, like what what a 24 hours of celeb sightings. Like Chris Rock and Robert De Niro. Okay. I felt so New York. I'm going to – which one would you have been more likely to approach? Like who would have been an easier approach? Because Chris Rock has got headphones in. De Niro's with his son. Headphones in, writing. You can't approach someone like that. No, like he's in that, the zone. Yeah, I, I, if if Chris Rock had been ordering a drink next to us, I might have been like Chris Rock. <laughs> like, okay, uh, De Niro with his son changes things. When you're with your, when you're with a Family. kid, you can't really do that. That's why I didn't approach uh, Beto. Exactly. Chick Fil A exactly. at the LAX. And so, it, neither of them felt good. I think if I had to do one. I think I would have gone De Niro as he was leaving just because he was kind of more a little more free with his time and talking to people. Dude, with somebody like that, like, what could you possibly say Nothing. that differentiates you from the 45,000 other people who have approached him in the last decade? Nothing. Nothing. Last five decades. And, like, the hotel, we were, you could only have a drink in the bar area that we were in if you were staying at the hotel. And so, like, he clearly knew it was a very private thing that he was doing, having a drink there. And so it was just like, I can't. I can't blow up his spot right now. I applaud you for not being a uh, pull your camera out, try to sneak a photo. Because if you if you get sniped taking a pic of De Niro in his hotel, mm -hmm. dude, I mean, they're not going to kick you out, but dude, it just changes your entire dynamic. It was two close quarters and there were too few people around. I mean, it was, it was me, Sally, uh, a couple from Michigan that 
is like one of my best friends ever and uh, my sister-in-law, Emily. And it was just us sitting there. And then the only other two people that were there that weren't working there was De Niro and his son. And it was like, we can't, we can't do this. Was Tube Socks there? Tube Socks wasn't there. That would have been big for everybody. It was Brady, right? Can we talk about that? Yes. Yeah. It was, it was my, my main man, Brady. Looked like he's doing great. He was killing it. Very happy for Brady. He was killing it. He did call me out. He was like, stop looking at Robert De Niro behind, over my shoulder. And I was like, yeah, you know I am. Would you call him Bob? Uh, Bobby, oh, Bob. What if I like sent a, a shot of tequila over to his table? Was the glass of wine for him? I didn't actually notice. I, did, I don't know. I didn't think about that. Mm. one of the like yeah yeah it, it was just cool we were about to leave and i told my buddy i was like we got to have one more beer because i just want to be in the presence of a goat for longer than like two seconds i mean argues arguably excuse me um i mean he's a top five male actor of the last 40 years yeah yeah no 50 years like it's crazy it's it, it just was one of those things where i was like you know i don't want to like go talk to him i don't want to hope that like i can say something to him or anything like that i just wanted to be in the presence of someone like that to, to make myself feel even cooler you were kind of into nero's crew yeah yeah you should have told him you're will pesci <laughs> like, you went hey, pesco on him one like, time hey man i loved your work in the intern with Anne hathaway <laughs> like what's the worst the nero movie that you can be like dude that was my favorite movie um <laughs> I don't even remember that one, so that's probably it. I mean, I, I, Brett has uh, transformed me into a Hathaway guy, so I think I have to uh, ride with that. I have no issues with Hathaway. It's Dil Dylan doesn't like Hathaway, right? I don't know. I don't want. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but man, I loved your work in Dirty Grandpa. Dirty Grandpa, not good. <laughs> Is that with Johnny Knoxville? I think so. Why he didn't have to do? No, that. no, no, no. That that's bad, Grandpa. Oh, that's Dirty bad Grandpa is with uh, Zach Efron, and like he's takes his son to like spring break. Hey man, I loved I loved your uh, your other movie, uh, The War with Grandpa from 2020 that debuted on Hulu. Somehow missed that one, dude. You should have just gone up. What's the most generic thing you could have said? Just walk up, and be like, "Dude, man, loved you in The Godfather." Yeah, yeah, you're working The Godfather. Hey man, Goodfellas was awesome. I don't know. I don't think you get the credit you deserve. My main fear was that if I said anything... He wasn't in Goodfellas. I'm in Casino. I'm sorry. My Scorsese. fear was that if I said anything to him that, he, like, and I messed up, that he would have been like, oh, yeah. Like, looked at me and kind of, like, give me, like, a, okay. And then he would have walked immediately to the front desk and been like, hey, uh, <laughs> make sure room 506's keys don't work anymore. Mm. They're done. He's got that kind of pull. He does. He does. But Well, I'm happy for you, man. It was, it's way better than any celeb Brett's claim to have seen. I don't know. He did see the he, he did get to see the kid from uh, Sandlot. I was there. It wasn't that special. Well, he was just hanging out, eating dinner. De Niro is one hundred percent in Goodfellas. Oh yeah, he is in Goodfellas. He's on the cover. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know why I botched that. I've only I've seen both those. Ray Shiota is also in that. But again, I want to reiterate, thank you to anyone who showed up. Uh, there were so many backers there, so many people that came up that were like, dude, started started listening uh, for like PGP day, stuff like that. It was really cool. And that is cool. It, re it solidified that we need to do a uh, Wash Media New York event because if there's anything, like people were, all these people were like, thank God you guys finally did something New York, like about time. And they were absolutely right. So we need, we need to be better about that. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to latch on and I'm going to say something about my weekend and fun. Uh, I woke up at 4.30 this morning No, and could not fall back asleep. So mm -hmm. I, I feel like I knew need to explain myself. My performance is a little under par or a little above par, I guess, depending on how you look at it, if you're into the golf thing. Um, that's it. I you, went, and then I went to the gym and I didn't work out. I just went and sat in the sauna uh, for 45 minutes with a couple breaks in between. Have you considered uh, taking AG1, Dave? Can I tell you the truth? 
I forgot to take it this morning, and that's part of the that's deal. That's probably why you're slacking that's right That's why now. I just forgot De Niro was in Goodfellas. That's really embarrassing. I mean, Dave, I know that's like when you wake up at 4.30 in the morning, you got a kid at home. You need more energy. And I also know that you've been on a gut health journey since pretty much the day that I met you. You remember I had some gut health issues. I do. So I do. now if I can find a product that's got like probiotics, adaptogens, things like that, mm -hmm. I'm in. Well, last night I was having uh, some tummy issues and I started thinking, I was like, well, I haven't taken my AG1 in forever. We're talking about athletic greens. If you're wondering what that is, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all the things. If you accidentally wake up at 4.30 in the morning, listen to what I just said. Go make that happen for yourself. Uh, we've been taking AG1 regularly since they've been come on board, and I ha have nothing bad to say about them at all. It's lifestyle-friendly, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, whatever it is. It helps. I'm going to go home at lunch before too much dip, and I'm going to take my AG1. You should. I'm going to get this thing back on track, and then too much dip we record later is going to be just A+. plus. Well, I mean, Dave, it costs you less than $3 a day, so you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. I'm not trying to take a bunch of vitamins. No. I don't like taking seven or eight different pills to get everything I need. Mm -mm. How about I just take one little packet, mix it with six ounces of water, shake it up, and pound it? Yeah. How about that? Why would you eat a pile of fruit in front of you when you could just like mix it all in a blender and have a smoothie? You my, know, my son eats all of our fruit. Yeah, just make it make it work. Uh, I mean, I, what what can we say that hasn't already been said? You're investing in all-in-one nutritional insurance, and right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health to make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs of your first, with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash circling. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash circling to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I am very excited for what we're about to do, Dave. Yeah, I'm bummed Dylan's not here uh, to talk about it, but I like this episode so much, I will definitely be watching it again. Of course, we're talking about Succession, episode eight. American I've been having Decides. trouble every Sunday night, Dave, and this is not this is not me speaking to how I think this this season of Succession has been. I think it's been supreme. Uh, I've been having trouble staying awake late enough to finish the episodes. My eyes have been getting heavy. Mm -hmm. Last night, I told myself, "Well, you're sitting at a ninety degree angle." You're sitting straight up the entire time. You're not laying in bed doing this. You're sitting straight up and you're watching this episode. I didn't even need to do that. I was so I was so torqued up for this episode once we started getting into the weeds of it. This is this was election night. This was tense. This was start to finish full on um at full throttle. You're in the newsroom, you're in the war room. I uh man, I really thought I made the mistake of thinking that Kendall was going to do the right thing. And he didn't. Nope. And I guess that's on me because it's like, oh, have you not watched this show? These are horrible people. I mean, we finally got to see Greg and uh, Tom do cocaine together. We, we've been waiting for it. 
The fact that they didn't do it in the club the night that they uh, went to, I think, I don't know if it was the bachelor party time, but when they went out together and ate those birds and went to the club and just looked at everyone from the VIP section, like they should have done it that night. But last night we finally got to see him do it alone in the office. <laughs> did you know when he said, like, do you have that stuff that I asked for? Did you know it was cocaine? I did not. Part of me was like, there's no way Tom's just going to do blow. I thought maybe it was going to be some Adderall. There is an Adderall shortage, famously. Famously. But... Yeah, that was a good scene. Now, and, but you know what? How about you go to the bathroom? You don't have to hide behind your whiteboard. If you are literally in charge of ATN, if you're the one calling the election for ATN, you have numerous places you can just go do coke in, right? If you're head of that newsroom, you should have shades that you can just hit a button and it'll... Yes, you want a smart home. Yeah. Yeah, like even if, if, I, if I was the head of ATN and someone saw me doing cocaine in the office, I'd be like, well, no, you didn't. Honestly, like if that's the worst thing that someone's doing at ATN, just doing a little blow so they can get through the election, I don't. I think they're fine. It's a weird episode from the perspective of just the plot line mimicking something familiar. Sure, sure. Um, you have uh, Roman going all in with the um, who they painted as the hard right candidate, Minkin. Minkin. And Roman's Roman's spiraling. Like we've been saying it. Like okay, this this his dad dying. He's not dealing with the grief properly, and now he's just absolutely he's gone. Well, he's man. been an inconsequential shitbag for this entire time. Now that he's in charge, there's consequences to his shitbaggery, and I don't like that. No, and I always thought that he would end up being, um, the one better than Kendall. A better guy than Kendall. And like now it's like Kendall, he just he's just unhinged. Kendall at least is like somewhat self-aware and has is a little bit introspective in work. Like he doesn't do anything to correct his behavior. Um, but he knows he's not a good dad. Uh-huh. But he worries about it. Whereas like Roman, Roman's just he's just all in, dude. He's yeah. he is clearly out because now he's he's in with uh he's in with the president elect for now. Don't know what's gonna happen with that. And like, he's got a clear path to the throne. If he's in with like the president, like that's going to bode well for him long term. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like, like it, it either. I thought it was weird because I thought Shiv was going to distance further from Matson. Nah, she's in bed with him. But she's in bed with him. Might even be his baby. We that finally would, got that news drop. Tom, uh, I don't. I will say that Tom, I don't think Tom handled it like you want your husband to handle it. He's cold, man. He's a killer. But he did ask a valid question because it is not above a Roy to make something like that up for sake of winning an argument. I was in such shock when Sally told me that she was pregnant with Fritz that I don't. I don't think my reaction was much better than his. I was like, "What?" Like, I hope re- it like, was really, really. <laughs> I was so in shock that I was like, uh, I don't know if I can actually believe this right now. What's Dude, it, going on? It did not inf- affect him in the least. It could have been the blow. I think that I think that there's a decent chance that Tom ends up with uh, the company. I don't have a I don't have a route there, but I think that he he knows that he can do what he wants. He said something last night, and I don't know if it'll come back. But he said something last night in a way that made me think, okay, they could we could go back to this moment and think that this was an important moment. Or it could be just nothing. But when he was talking to Greg about when you have information, you take that information and you bury it until you you don't need to bury it anymore. It's like a bottle of wine. Exactly. When he was talking about that and the way like 
the first question I had was, I asked Sally, does he know that Kendall has killed someone? I don't think he does unless Shiv has told him. But I think that Tom has enough information at this point that he could take out any bits of information and sink any of the people in the family, and he could event eventually come out pretty scot-free from this. I think that's accurate. Um, and if Tom ended up on top of this, because look, um, they ATN called Michigan. They called the election. Mm -hmm. Their ratings are probably astounding. Mm -hmm. They probably won the night. The, the stock price is probably through the roof. The markets responded. And so, yeah, Tom's Tom won unless unless something happens in the next two episodes where, like, I don't know, they have the ballots got out of the the fire, the the voting center in Milwaukee. Something, something comes out where they should not have called Michigan um for the, whatever, for whatever the guy's name is. Ramirez? No, the other dude. Minkin. Minkin. Why do I keep wanting to call him McCracken? Big Earn McCracken. It's Minkin. Well, I'm watching another TV show right now, and I kept on mixing names up last night when I was trying to get clarity with Sally. The one thing they have done a terrible job of, especially in last night's episode, is expressing which candidate is which. I didn't even know when they were on the screen which one was which at first, and I didn't know. But I'm also dumb, so like that helps too. I also, like, if they're, they're doing election coverage, they have pictures of the candidates up at all times last night in the episode they never had any pictures of the candidates it was all just words and stuff it's a little tough um visual learner kendall kendall is just uh this is breaking news he is not really a leader he's not capable of being a ceo i want him to take a step back from the company i want him to i want him to be on a mountaintop meditating like don draper at the end of mad men he is um he is the ultimate deer in headlights. Mm -hmm. He did not know. He did not take control of the situation. The only assertive thing he did was slap Tom on the wrist for yelling at Shiv in that mm -hmm. meeting. When you're like, and that gives you a little bit of hope. You're like, oh, dude, okay, Kendall's about to like not completely fuck this up. And then Shiv does one of the worst fake phone calls of all time. <sighs> one of well, the worst. How, how, uh, how do you do that? And then Greg comes in. Greg, fresh off getting threatened by Shiv, uh, just he spills it to Kendall. Didn't even take much. He looks in there, and, dude. He's like, "Fuck it." Greg's Tom, dude. He's a killer too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen the news about uh, cousin Greg? The allegations? Yes. There? Not great. A little bit. Not great. No. Uh, there was talk about trying to go to his bar in New York, but we didn't. So he owns a bar with Justin Thoreau. Is yeah, that right? yeah. I, when when someone told me Justin Thoreau, I thought they were talking about Justin Trudeau, and I thought it was really weird that the president of Canada owned a bar with cousin Greg. It's called Castro's. I was like, what's going on? That would actually be kind of a fire name for a bar. That's a dope dude. Name. Let's go to Castro's. Especially if your dad's weirdly Fidel. We Castro. should start a bar named Castro's, but not tell people it's actually because of Fidel Castro, and people just think that it's Castro's. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Do you think, uh, do you have any, I don't really have any other thoughts on this episode other than I'm excited to have two more episodes to tie this all up. Um, yeah, it's interesting. You're watching like Shiv and you're wondering like how much of Shiv's pleas to Kendall to like not call the election, to not call Michigan. Um, how much of that, was it Michigan or Wisconsin? Both. I think both were up in the both, air. Both mitten both states famously will. Did you know that? The yeah, 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 Totally. Um, you wonder like how much of that is like, is real, like her concern for democracy and the Republic and all that. And how much of it is it, but she just wants this deal to go through with Madsen. Um, 
But who knows, man? We will find out more. Matson's fucked, right? I love the political stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's fucked. He Good. is. I Good. think he's fucked. But how many more episodes we got? Two. Two. Last night was eight. Uh, and I've been told, I have not actually confirmed, but I've been told that there's 10 episodes this season. Last need, season was only nine. I need Stewie back. Dude, I need such Stewie. a severe lack of Stewie. I know we couldn't force Stewie into last night, but maybe a phone call. I would watch a Stewie spinoff. I would absolutely. I'd entertain it. Why do I like Stewie so much? He's great. I think it's because his name's Stewie. He also just is like, he's a he's kind of an asshole, but like he seems to know what he's doing. So it's kind of, you kind of lean he's into competent. it. He's a competent asshole. Have you watched There's a lot of incompetent else? assholes in the show. I had a lot of time on planes over the last uh, couple, you know, week. Uh, and I've started some other shows. I've really caught up on Dave with Lil Dicky. Mm -hmm. And I started Beef last night, the new Ali Wong show on mm -hmm. Netflix. I watched some of that with Alyssa. Uh, I'm excited to dip into episode two tonight. Okay. I also finished Next Level Chef. What do you guys think of the uh, finale of Next Level Chef? I know you guys are super into it. Dave, it's Gordon Ramsay, dude. Get in. Ramsay's, Ramsay's asleep over there. He He's probably got a grom off from Dan's birthday party. Happy birthday, Dan. Happy birthday, Dan Register. Uh, can we talk about the $75,000 toddler parties that people are having per the New York Times, the failing New York Times? In Los Angeles, children's birthday celebrations have spiraled into many weddings. Now, I'm not going to take you through this entire thing article but it does have some highlights because um the first party that they describe is a fire station themed party which that's mega cute firefighters kids love the fire trucks it was a fire fight uh, boondock this, saints this one included fire hose backpacks a custom ball pit and 14 vendors a 20 foot wide wooden backdrop with an acrylic door they got pit permits from the city of los angeles to block the street for guest parking and food trucks there was a beverage station with customized drink stirs and signature to-go cocktails for parents one entitled what the fire truck doesn't say what that entails kind of bad journey. dude i love i love opinion. an f-bomb uh uh whatever at a toddler party love it edgy you gotta have something for the parents in their little easter egg this is for a six-year-old by the way a professional photographer and videographer following the six-year-old around. That's actually very drippy and swaggy. Uh, I kind of wish I had that like at all times at like my birthday parties. It's a little much, but uh, my favorite part was um, when they interviewed the parents and um, they said this was scaled back from the fifth birthday party, which was hibachi themed with real hibachi chefs and pyrotechnics and fire dancers. Sick. This is uh, there's this is somehow becoming more and more worth it to me to have a seventy-five thousand okay. dollar party. <laughs> Are five-year-olds real? Do five-year-olds do hibachi? I don't know. Like I've this NF confession. I've never actually done hibachi because it's never been available to me. What, Randy? Speak it. Say it. I can't believe you just admitted that, That's dude. I'm not so proud bad. of it, but it's also on y'all. It's also on you guys. It's on Austin. Austin doesn't have a really good Austin hibachi is, place. No, and we had to cancel my backyard hibachi birthday last year because. Of inclement weather, it was forty-two degrees outside. I but what the, better, I what better it. meal to have out, like outside than hibachi with fire Dude, going? You catch everywhere. a couple shrimp, literal volcano. Warm your ass up. Yeah, I don't know if Austin ever does get a good hibachi place. It's going to be like three hundred dollars a head, something stupid. <laughs> Omakase hibachi. It's going to be a hibachi. Uh, it's going to be a hybrid. It's going to be like a hibachi and like gourmet fried chicken or Dude, something. If I've learned if I learned anything in New York, it's that we are officially paying New York prices in Austin for everything. Everything. Like except except like we also have to own cars that we drive around and pay car insurance and stuff like that where they just have Apple Pay subway now, which is the most convenient thing in the world. Did you take the subway? I did. I did. 
You did, did you end up memed? No memes for you? No, I, I thought I might get memed on the subway. We'll see. There's still some time. Yeah, there's plenty of time. Um, they spoke with a 31-year-old attorney who did an Italian-themed party <laughs> for her kid with tablescapes accented with lemons and blue and white Italian-style ceramics and a faux boxwood wall backdrop. Uh, they talked to uh, the head of a company called Mesh, M-E-S-H, customized ball pits. They recently hired a mechanical engineer after doing the Kardashian's birthday party to develop a color sorting technology for the 40,000 balls it uses every weekend. That's fucking stupid. So basically, they did Kourtney Kardashian's kid's birthday, and then their business well, exploded. Dude, I actually kind of I, – I was going to say this, but I forgot to. I kind of blame the Kardashians in general for this because they're the they, ones doing are, like a full-on Astro World like party, stuff like that. They blame them in this. Apparently, they did something that they called Kid Chella. Yes. And uh, there's a Ferris wheel, and it said an unfortunate uh, Indian headdress, Native American headdress. Yeah, you can't do that. Which I don't, I don't remember the uproar from that. But uh, close it out real quick. The punctuator. Uh, they talked to one in-demand planner. These people are banking, by the way. Can you imagine being a toddler, like a, a kid wedding, or sorry, a kid birthday party planner? That's so. That's such an unnecessary position. It really is. Um, but like if Sally was trying to get permits, if, if it got to the point where Sally's like, oh yeah, we need to get permits for Fritz's birthday. That's when I start, that's when I throw a flag. I draw the line at permits. Yeah. I'm like, what? We don't need a permit. What are you doing? No. Uh, Franny Hudson, the in-demand planner recently threw a Ruth Bader Ginsburg theme party for a one-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to RBG. Shout out to her family. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, the, the, the theme party for a one-year-old who definitely knows about the, uh, the patriarchy. It's the first I'm hearing of it. <laughs> so yeah, it was tiny you. dancer just playing the entire thank time. You. <laughs> thank you. Uh, New York times. I feel like I did go to a birthday party when I was a kid where they got the fire department to just show up with a truck, like the fire engine. Like, I feel like if we, we have a fire station right down the street from our office, I feel like if we walked down to them, we were like, hey, we're having some like our, our two sons are coming to the office today. They're similar age. They're about two, two each. Like, can you just can you just drop by? They're bored enough, dude. That's not a horrible idea. I, know. Rhodes, I would like to just bring roads by. Them. We should just bring them by someday and just be like, hey, can we pop in? Randy, really? you think they'd let us pop in? I think that they're open to the public quite often. I've told my roommate that we should just go on the fire truck and do a video thing. He's like, yeah, people do that all the time. So. Do you think he would let us just get uh, hit in the chest by the uh, fire hose like they do in Jackass and just like clear us out? <laughs> Probably. Because that would honestly be kind of sick. Uh, I did see it when we were in New York in, in our like little green room thing, Barrett and I, I saw one of the most incredible uh, backup park jobs I've ever seen, and it was a fire engine. Oh hell yeah! Like, there's a reason that they they call New York, you know, fire department the best in the world. I I have never seen anything like this guy just whipping it and reversing it. That's that's pro. It was so sick. He had no he had no room for error in this garage, uh, parking spot, and the way that he just busted it in there, it was incredible. Do you get anxiety thinking about like having to park in New York? Like yes. The nothing I, like we walked by numerous ones where they have like the the parking lots that have levels that you have to like bring the cars down from. It, they're just the ugliest things in the world. I hate it. I question anyone driving a car in New York. I'm like, how much do you pay to park every day? It just seems depressing. It sounds terrible. Just driving in New York sucks. It, like it's faster to walk places. Which, where did, it, where did y'all fly into? We went to JFK. Okay. He famously died in Dallas. Yeah, he did. He was he assassinated. 
Have so. you seen that tweet going around that's talking about uh, it's like no one, and then the next line just says uh, uh, <laughs> graphics at bowling alleys, and it's like the the graphic just showing JF like a, 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 essentially hot dogs with JFK's face on it getting shot. Well, what? I'll find this for you. It's it, I was cracking up last night. Okay, I was one early bird deep as well, so okay, that might have aided in it in Sh- some way. Shout out to early bird. Well, I'm glad uh, this article came out because next year when Sally's trying to plan Fritz's birthday party again with another yet another theme. First year we did Wilmons, next year we did Masters. I'm going to send her this article and say we're we're getting too close to this. We're trending. Uh, we're trending cowboy, uh, maybe Toy Story themed. I've watched every Toy Story now multiple times the last month. He's obsessed. We got him a Woody doll. That's big. It's we we made the mistake the first night. We let him like bring it in the crib and sleep with it, and then we heard like a noise, and he was just in there pulling the drawstring. That's swag. so I was just hearing. There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> and this is like, what was that? And it's like, oh, it's. We let him sleep with the the freaking Woody doll. Yeah, you can't let him sleep with something with audio that comes no, out. No, big mistake. And you can't you can't go get it. You can't go take it away. Nah, not doing that. Nah, jeez. Can we talk about our friends over at Rothy's? Specifically, the RSO one sneaker, the driving loafers, the Montes. Uh, we got some of these in the mail, Dave. And when I got them out, I tossed them on my feet to see if they would fit, like you do. And I have to admit, they were the most. They, I I was so shocked by how comfortable they were that it was just a no brainer. They're officially my shoe of comfort. They are my gym shoe. I like them because they have the flat sole and they breathe. And after, you know, I wear them for a few months, I toss them in the washer. That's the best part. Don't have to do anything special. Just toss them in there, wash them, take them out, let them air dry. Boom. They're easy. Brand new. They're easy. If you're new to Rothy's, welcome. It's time to meet your favorite shoes. Rothy's are designed with comfort in mind. They're ultra comfortable right out of the box because they're made with soft, flexible, sustainable thread and feature cushy insoles. They're 100% machine washable, so you never have to deal with dirty sneakers again. Get the perfect shoes for spring. If you're looking to refresh your wardrobe for this spring and summer season, you need to try Rothy's men's shoes. They got the ultra comfortable sneakers. They got the driving loafers. You simply cannot go wrong. Customer favorite styles are now in navy and effortlessly effortlessly, I struggle with effortlessly, uh, versatile color you can wear to any laid back event. It's just a good alternative to black. It's your denim of shoes. Go make it happen. These these won a award at the 2022 Sneaker Awards from Men's Health. That's big. The Sneaker Awards. Dude, we need to go to that. I feel like we should be presenters. Can you imagine the red carpet there? Dude, you're probably, retail therapy is probably going to be presenting there in the next year. That would be sick. It would be very sick. That would be sick. I would be jealous. Nothing, nothing more. I will say, uh, it, actually, I'm not going to say it. These are so much more than sneakers. The men's driving loafer is a comfortable classic, and the Monty's a versatile lace-up shoe that offers the polish of a dress shoe and the casual comfort of a sneaker. These things have classic colors, premium craftsmanship, and two new styles launching this season. So Rothy's are versatile for everyday wear all season long. For stylish and sustainable shoes, shop Rothy's. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash steam. Again, that's rothys.com slash steam, spelled R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash steam. Put me in the chair. This is where the episode gets hella horny. Put me in the chair. I think you were already in there, but yeah. Um, Everyone knows that I enjoy myself some Martha Stewart. You guys familiar with her? Oh, um, I, I like I've always been attracted to bad girls. So once she went to jail, I was like, I'm in. 
Um, but she's been thirst trapping all over the place lately on on social media, and I'm all for it. And today it was released that uh, she's she's a cover girl uh, for the SI swimsuit issue, an issue that's very near and dear to my heart. As I I did release the uh, I did get to break the news of Kate Upton getting the cover the year that she got the cover for the first time. Randy's looking like he's gonna release over there if he keeps looking at this. Chill out, fucker. I mean, I, I, she has no business looking this good at the age of 81. Is she the first 81-year-old to... She's got to be the, one of the older people to ever pose for it, and she looks so good. Is, is this technically a centerfold? Do they still do that? Remember the centerfold? I don't know. Thing? I don't know. Hold it out. It's what, been a minute Randy? since I've actually had a physical Randy's copy of smirking. a sports illustration issue. Centerfold. Is it weird? Is, is it that, weird that, that my, is it weird <laughs> that my uh, my hall pass is eighty one? No, that's that's mature. That's distinguished. Because like, I mean, I could choose someone that's like young and current and hip. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of dudes out there like, yeah, my hall pass is Emily Ratajkowski. No, I want I want that experience. Oh, I want dude. some years under your Mine's belt. Swings, man. Yeah, dude. Oh yeah, real original. Yeah, cool, dude. Cool. You and every other dude named Chad. No offense, Chad. What do you? What would you do if, like, if you actually determined that you had a hall pass with your wife, and then like you're actually in a social situation with them? But it's only I'm the only one who has, like she does not have one. It's just me. Yeah, it's like oh, maybe you have to choose a couple. I would do a bit, like, 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 like this is kind of a bit. If you go 81, that's you're doing a you're doing a bit. I think you should. I think they should have an app where you have to lock it in, and you, like you have to lock in your hall pass with your wife. And then you have to like let it sit there for X amount of days before it becomes your actual hall pass. You can't just switch willy nilly. Like, oh, like I'm with this person. You're saying there's like a loading phase? Yeah. Well, kind of like an anti loading phase. That for happens the loading later. Phase. Yeah, the loading phase is later in life. She looks great. Happy for her. Uh, she's she's doing great. I'm so happy that this exists. I'm so happy that Martha is just absolutely thriving in her golden years. Did she? Did she do something? Reshare a scaries or something? Was it her? Yes. She did it in like the most 81-year-old way possible. She screenshot it and uploaded the screenshot. Which like just do the share button so people can click through on it, Martha. Please. Yeah. But hey, the fact that I'm on her radar is enough for me. You could probably get her. I wonder if she's been visiting my profile at all. There's a decent chance, right? I don't know. She's like, I don't care. Like, I mean, She's a she's like a Mount Rushmore guest for me on Scaries. Imagine if you ran into her and Bob De Niro at the same time. We would have been having a threesome in my hotel room. Okay. What? Fuck. You don't like the idea of me and Bobby? No. Yeah. You can't hang with Bobby, man. Do you think Bobby's ever hooked up with Martha? You know they've run in the same circles before. I think it's a possibility, yeah. Yeah. But... I don't know. You know, his his current lady is like a, a a martial arts instructor of some sort. That's tight. So he might have a type. That's real tight. Yeah. I've never dated a martial arts instructor. No, but... <laughs> no, no, no. We don't have to do that. No, no, no. Oh, man. Can we talk about the other uh, the other uh, H on the TL okay, moment yeah, from real, the weekend? Real quick. Did you, did you see this? This was big, like... Friday or Saturday. And of course, I'm talking about the uh, young lady whose uh, neighbors are just getting after it all day, all day, every day, all night, so much so that she can't sleep. She tweeted out, guys, I think I'm finally going to leave my neighbors a note about them fucking all day, every day. I can't do it anymore. I'm losing my mind. I literally can't enter my bedroom without hearing them effing. 
I just don't want to say the word multiple times. I get it. Dirty. I get it. You, you, I, I'm for you editing yourself act. right now. I'm classy. And they're keeping me up at night and waking me up in the morning. It's insane. So I've never encountered this, but she went on to try to remedy the situation, extend an olive branch. Uh, she tweets, I was shaking in my boots, creeping over there to put this on their doorstep, but it has been done. And it is a screenshot of uh, what I assume is a, uh, whatever, it's a Snapchat of a letter she wrote, and there's two Coronas, two unopened Coronas next to it. The letter reads, Hey neighbors, just a friendly reminder that the walls between our houses are much thinner than you might think. Congrats to you guys for your apparently, all caps, very underlined, healthy sex life. Seriously, good for you. However, I would prefer not to be a part of it, and I'm sure you'd both prefer that as well. I don't know. I applaud you both for your stamina. However, it's gotten to the point that it's interfering with my sleep schedule, so I figured it was time to say something. Please accept these beers as a peace offering slash bargaining chip. I was hoping they might be enough to persuade you to maybe move your bed to the other side of the room. Sincerely, your neighbor in 83, specifically the one that shares a bedroom wall with you. So what did you do when you got this note, Randy? This wasn't me. I'm sorry, guys. You turned down Dragon Ball Z. Oh well, I actually sent the beers back because I don't drink beer. If I'm That's sorry, true, if this not. happens to me, if I if I get this note at my doorstep and there are two Coronas right there, I'm bringing the Coronas back to her door and I'm asking her to replace them with something that's Peroni? actually drinkable. Yeah, I'm like, give me a Roni, give me something from the Molson Coors family, hit me with a Guinness, do something for me. But like, we're not, we're absolutely not doing Coronas to as a peace offering. What if she hits you with a couple Bud Lights and you're just like. Okay, what is she? Yeah, what's she trying to get at? What do you, what do you mean? What, what you if she hits you with a couple of vortex bottle Miller lights? What if she gives you the Bud lights and then when you open them and you try to grab them, she blows them up from her apartment? Time out. Okay, so she's she's put like C four or some kind of explosive mm -hmm. de device, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and she kills you mm -hmm. and your partner. Yeah, because you guys were having too loud of intercourse. It seems excessive, but you have to respect it. I've never had a an, I've never had a noise issue with any of my neighbors. Additionally, I've never had to ask one of my neighbors to be like, I like I've, it's never been a two way street for me. I've never had any issue with this. Um, I think that in the years when I could have had this issue, it was a time when I didn't care if it was that loud. Like it, I wasn't like having trouble sleeping. I didn't have a kid in the place, whatever. And I think the walls at my current place are just so good that you can't hear anything. I've been I've been ripping vinyls at max, not max volume, but close to. Ho like seeing if anyone has said anything and like no one seems to care so that would be my move um if i'm looking to combat this rather than the handwritten note in two coronas i would just play music very very loudly mm -hmm. when they're doing this and if they have an issue with that then you can that's where you get the conversation started right like so you're in there and you let's say you're listening to i don't know what's the what's the last record you got on vinyl um uh, Pantera, Great Southern Trend Kill. No, I just got I just got two in uh, over the weekend. I got two Goose albums in. Okay, so we're with the Goose Boys. I do have a Sam. Hangs out with Bro Bible Brandon. Watts. I know. I've got some <laughs> Sam Fender coming in. I, I to 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 my credit, I I did order the Goose albums before we talked to Bro Brandon Bible on. Bro, I like Brand Bro Brandon Bible. Bro Brandon Bible is his new name. Um, and but now I have some uh, some uh, other ones coming in this week, so I'll update you guys when I need to. Okay. Yeah, I don't, this is so embarrassing, especially, I, you know, if 
Well, you've had you've had some issues in the past with neighbors. Here's um, the thing, mainly dog related stuff. But this is so awkward. And to like, I don't like how you don't. If you're gonna do this, don't describe the sex life. There's stamina. That's the like weird that. part. But she was getting so she was getting dragged up and down Twitter by like one section of Twitter when I saw this tweet. I didn't see this tweet just from getting retweeted. Like I saw people ripping into her, and honestly. Overall, I don't think this is worth ripping into her for because I think she's coming from a pretty innocent place. She absolutely is. I think she made it a little weird, but the reason she put in the stamina part is because one of the most liked responses to her original tweet was telling her to do this. It had 18,000 likes. So like... I get why she put that in. She, she included the tweet. Yeah, I feel like you you she sometimes you just can't let people decide your content for you. She should have screenshotted all of it and just included that. Um when I first saw this, I thought that I thought that it was like she was the one who received this and then it was like a dude who wrote this and I was really creeped out because double standard if a dude had written this, you're just like, "Dude, fucking calm down." Yeah, chill guy. out, dude. But she's like a 24-year-old and you know what? I, I applaud her for attempting, but Corona was not the move. Um, we famously had a 40 ounce of Corona in our last office uh, bathroom that uh, we never solved that mystery as to how it ended up there. It was just sitting there on the on the sink and no one ever. Did we determine it. that it was sealed? Yes. I still because I still had a theory. It was just piss. It was sealed. But I did think it was piss. Randy wouldn't. I couldn't get Randy to drink it. So I respect Randy. Thank you for not drinking it. That would have been, that would have been disgusting. It was post pandemic, like right, right after it was it. just a normal Corona that was sitting like it, it was never refrigerated. No. Isn't that the rule? Are you not supposed to refrigerate beer twice? No. Like you can buy it warm and refrigerate it. I've never had that problem. But then I just it, drink all the dude, beer. I just fucking chug them. Yeah. I just fucking slam beers. Yeah. I can't stop, dude. I'm, I'm all in on Pilsner's this season. Fuck yeah. Barrett Barrett has shifted my uh, mentality. I can only drink light beers now. Okay. Pilsners and whatever the other light one is. Dude, Randy's, Randy's tum-tum right now is just aching hearing the thought. Dude, take some AG1. Promo code circling. You think I, you're I, better I, than the sponsor? I just, is that I, it? I just don't like the taste of the beer. Would you drink at Dan's birthday? Uh, White Claw and watermelon margaritas. Honestly, dude, that's fucking drippy. Okay. It's fucking drippy. Yeah, at the motorcycle bar, I'm sure I wasn't getting any weird looks. Watermelon Margs with the boys. Since now that now that we don't have any like, you know, alcohol sponsors tied to us, I might have to go all in on on just a random one this summer. When when it was White Claw summer before we got the Vizzy bag, like I was doing better numbers than I think I've ever done on Twitter before. Yeah, you did you did pretty well with that. You were a ground floor White Claw summer guy. I was I was in Oklahoma where they famously rolled their joints all wrong, so I had to go all in on you know, White Claw content because I couldn't smoke any J's. This is at the peak of seltzers. Yeah, and I, I think I'm going back for Fourth of July again this year to Oklahoma. So I, I think I might let it rip again. Very cool. I paid the clause to be the boss. No, it didn't work. No. Shout out tried. to Robert De Niro. Shout out to him and his family. Do we have anything else today? I think it's time to get out of here. We've had a good episode. Very happy. Yeah. Honestly, I think we could have packed in more, but like I, I, we were we were fucking cooking today. Yeah, we had a lot of we had a lot to get to. I hope we didn't gloss over anything, but it was fun. Dylan will be back. We'll get Wednesday, some, I think. We'll get some hardos in the chat about how we messed up the logistics. But dude, it wasn't Minkin who did this. It was someone else. Hmm. Oh, I did, I'm I'm going to be thinking about the the Goodfellas gaff for the rest of my life. That's okay. That's okay. Those uh, all those all those old mob movies for me. I've only seen most of them once and only once, so it's hard for me to remember the differences. Can I, can I recommend Casino? I've but not only Casino, 
the soundtrack. Okay. Pull up the soundtrack on Spotify. It is excellent. Casino is the most recent vintage mob movie that I've watched, and I absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. I love movies that take place in casinos. I hate actual casinos. I respect that. You have to deal with the smoke. You, Dude, please, Dave, please watch Snake Eyes starring Nicolas Cage for me one time and Greg Kinnear. Okay, so I got that and Jury Duty on the list. It's it's just great. Okay. It's 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 such a cheesy like '90s movie about a, a a fight in Vegas that goes wrong. It's just great. I'm in. Okay, we gotta okay. go say hi to the intern. Yeah, let's go meet the intern. This is exciting. Bye bye.